0: raised to walk podcast episode 46. Welcome to the raised to walk podcast where we're walking out the life of faith. Romans 6 verse 4 reads as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the father so we too might walk in newness of life and this show is designed to help you do just that. Now here's your host Carla Alvarez. Thanks for joining me on Race to Walk and today our my topic is why god gave us dogs. So my daughter started an Instagram account for our dog recently and you can check it out if you want. It's Fernando the Pup. I thought it was a sweet idea a way to give her sister who just went to college her Fernando fix. I didn't realize that dog accounts are actually a big thing on Instagram. Did you know this? She's had a brand contactor already. This is a dog God did actually send us because I definitely did not seek him out. One day my youngest daughter said, Mom, a dog followed me home. And I was more focused on the strange stray dog and I told her, well, you're fine. And then my tender-hearted middle daughter had to go and check on this stray dog. And this was the beginning of the end. She and her friend found him laying on the sidewalk panting in the September Houston heat. She said, Mom, can we take him to a shelter? And I looked at this black dog that could be any sort of mix between a boxer, a pit bull, and a hound, and I thought, He'll be put to sleep if we take him there. Houston is notorious for abandoned animals, and shelters and fosters are overflowing. It's very difficult to get a dog into a no kill shelter, and most of them will put them to sleep after three days. If I knew a little bit more about dogs, I probably would have been able to tell right away that this wasn't a lost dog. I'm now fairly certain he was dumped because even in his excursions made during the occasional times he's escaped, he's always stayed close to home. He is not dumb. He knows who feeds him. According to the vet, he was about a year and a half when we took him in. Once he got his energy back, he was very rambunctious. As the vet said, he had puppy brain. He would jump on people in excitement, chewed everything up, and was so strong he could pull my girls off their feet when they took him for a walk. I think he probably got past the point of cute little puppy stage was too much for someone to handle and so they dumped him because when we took him in he had scratches all over him and was losing hair in places and had calluses on his legs where it looked like he had been laying on concrete for a a while. But being unaware at the time, we tried to find his owner. As you can tell, we didn't have any luck. We tried a local foster organization and had very limited interest. And this was partly due to the fact that during this time, I was trying to keep up with graduate school as well as the activities of three girls, and I just didn't have the time to spend afternoons sitting at adoption days. Two years later, we still have this dog, and now my girls are attached. My youngest named him Fernando, and my girls play his theme song for him all the time. I gave him the middle name Sylvester, and I think it suits him. Fernando means redeemed, and Sylvester means strong in spirit. He is a redeemed puppy, brought in from the wilderness. This unwanted dog that most people are afraid of on sight has become an object of love for the entire family. My youngest always says, Fernando is the best dog. We are so lucky we found him. I'll be honest, lucky wasn't how I was feeling when he was chewing up remotes, ripping and detaching couch cushions from the frame from sitting on them, and when I was spending an hour chasing him through the neighborhood after he escaped while we were trying to load up up Girl Scout cookies for a cookie booth. But sometimes God sends us what he knows we need, not what we think we want. Somehow this dog is part of the plan God has for us. His story is an illustration of redemption. He was lost and now he was he is found. He was unwanted and now he is loved. He was alone and now he is part of a family. God illustrates his love and plan for us in many ways, through history, through the cosmos, and yes, sometimes through dogs. As humans, we were made to be in fellowship with God and with others but so often we close ourselves off. It may be because we have been hurt, betrayed or let down by others in the past. It may be because we have been on the receiving end of abuse and hurtful words. It may also be because of pride and fear. We feel shame or inadequacy and we fear rejection if someone discovered the real us. But then there are dogs. Dogs don't judge. They're always there for you and they don't care what you wear what you've accomplished, or the circles you run in. They just want to be with you, to be by your side, and to have your attention. They love to the best of their ability unconditionally. This is a type of love that God intended for us to experience in our families, but more and deeper, because in your family, you are truly known. But marriages and families for many have not been that. Instead of building up, there has been tearing down. There has been criticism instead of encouragement. So the lens through which the person sees others and perceives relationships has been fractured, distorted, and darkened. They cannot be part of a healthy fellowship of of whatever type because their view of relationships is cracked. Trust is a key element in any type of relationship and their truster is broken. The person's relationship with God is also affected by this. If they cannot trust and be in true relationship with their fellow man, how can they possibly learn to trust an unseen God? Our relationships here are designed to be a stepping stone to our relationship with God and when those are bad, it blocks a true understanding of the love of the creator and makes it very difficult for a person to trust even God. And that is where dogs come in. I'm not in any way trying to compare the affection of a dumb animal to the unfathomable love of our Heavenly Father. But I do think that when we are so hurt and broken that we close ourselves off to everyone around us, that the devotion of a dog can slip in, nestle up to us, and help our heart begin to heal. As we return the affection, because love without an object is no love at all, We start on the upward path out of the pit of isolation, a path that eventually leads to the true author of love. When we can't see him, when we are having a hard time grasping that he does love us, that high, wide, and deep love that left heaven and suffered in order to conquer hell for us, we have dogs. So thanks for joining me today, and if you have any comments about this episode or if you have your own story that you'd like to share uh, feel free to go to raisedtowalk.org forward slash p46 and you can leave a comment there or feel free to send me an email at contact at walk.org and now let's send this time with a prayer father thank you so much for your great great love for us lord pour out your spirit on us and help us come into a fuller and deeper understanding of you. Help us understand your love more fully and not only understand it, but be willing to receive it. And as we receive it, we can show that same love towards others. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Raise to Walk podcast. We'd love for you to continue to walk with us, so head over to RaisedToWalk.org news to get free updates. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you next time.